Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. Uh, Molly Bay. Today is August 16th, 2021. We have, oh my gosh, 24 days to kick off. That's kickoff of the regular season. We had preseason game number one Saturday, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was so much fun. It was fun. It just felt so good to see those guys again. Yeah, to have football, like real football. And I thought they played hard and... Good to see. It was good to see. I mean, as Bucks fans, I think that we harp on the regular season so much, those records, but we've been through some really painful preseasons oh, too. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, imagine, think about how bad the regular seasons have been at times. Preseason, worse. Yes. So it's nice to have a preseason with decent football. Yes. Uh, want to warn everybody, we have moved stuff around. In case you can't tell, Molly's desk has moved around and everything. So the audio might be a little messed up in the video. So we're working on everything. We just wanted to get this podcast out and not spend too much time fiddling around with it. We've already spent way too much time fiddling around with it. We we moved her microphone up top because that microphone just looks so huge in front of her. It's like bigger than my face. <laughs> I know. Like, look at that. Well, you're so small and dainty. <laughs> So, you know, we put it over top and actually out of the camera's angle and it just it just didn't work right. So we're we're gonna try and fix that and get everything going. So bear with us. All right, we got a good show for you today. We're gonna cover most of the show is gonna be covering the preseason game, but we do have some news that Molly's going to share with us. Before that though, fact checks and follow ups. This is a short one. I'm, I'm trying to get them shorter and shorter. The first one was like 20 minutes. The last one we did was like 10. Maybe eventually we'll just quit talking so much shit about stuff we don't know about. <laughs> I mean, probably not, but probably not. that no. would probably cut down on our fact checks and follow-ups for yeah. sure. Well, what fun would that be? All right, fact check. Molly, you were wrong. You said that no. Ryan Smith was at the Titans. He is not. No, he's, I said he's at the Texans. No, you said the Titans. Uh, I but did, he's at the Texans, right? Yes, he's at the Texans. I knew that. You know what? I, I now I'm going to have to go back and make sure. I know. Don't accuse me of being wrong. Because <laughs> you, you seem very confident. You know how I feel about that. Yes, I know. Never wrong. You women's don't like being wrong, do you? Mm-hmm. All right, follow up. Who was the tight end that we traded to the Patriots? Anybody? Anybody? It was Tim Wright. Ah, yeah, yes. yes. Remember, he was a baller for us for yeah, one I year. Him. Uh, he played receiver at Rutgers yeah, oh, under Shiano. Shiano man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a Shiano man, one of the originals. And he was an undrafted free agent. We picked him up in 2013. He played for us. He had 571 yards on 54 receptions and five touchdowns. So, you know, not a bad bad stint for a freshman tight end who just switched to that position anyhow we traded him to the patriots the very next year 2014 that's when lovey came in i think yes and you know what we traded him for oh no somebody awful what are we what was it logan mankins oh okay yeah good not trade. somebody awful yeah that's a very good trade 
Should have figured coming from New England. Yes, we ended up giving up a fourth round pick for him too. So wow. That that was a that was a good trade off if you fair, ask me. Yeah, fair, I think. Now Tim Wright honest. ended up having a interesting career in the fact that he went to a few teams but never really did anything. He he was released the June eleventh, two thousand fifteen by the Patriots after playing with them in two thousand fourteen. He gathered two hundred and some yards and a few on a few receptions. Uh, but we picked him back up off waivers oh. June 12th, very next day. Huh. And then we traded him to Detroit for <laughs> guess who? <laughs> Stop it. All right, hold on. Let me think about that. Uh, no, I don't know. Kicker Kyle Brenza. Who? Kyle Brenza. You don't remember we had no. him for a little bit? Yeah. We traded for a kicker? We traded Tim Wright. Oh, God. So we we got him as an undrafted free agent, kept him for a year, traded him for the Patriots, for Logan Mankins, picked him back up when they cut him. Then we turned right around and traded him a month after we picked him up for a kicker to Detroit. Now, he was re- he we traded him August 31st to Detroit. They released him August 28th, 2017, but he only played with them for a limited number of games. He wasn't he, – he, he played with them in 2015. He ended up getting hurt and didn't do anything. He didn't play with them for two years, but he was still on the team. Uh, he ended up being signed by the Chiefs April 9th, 2018, after he was released by the Lions. But then he was released September 1st, 2018. That was the end of his career. Uh-huh. Uh, his career stats are he played in 41 games, 89 receptions, 907 yards, 13 touchdowns, and uh, 54 first downs. So that's pretty good, 54 first downs out of 89 receptions. Not too yeah, bad. that's really good. Yeah, he had almost 11 yards per reception. All right, so that's it for the fact checks and follow-ups. All right. That was a quick one, six minutes. I know. Boom. Check us out. Okay. Let's talk about some news. Our boy Devin White, he graduated from LSU a couple of days ago. So oh, finally he got to walk across that stage. Congratulations to him. And then we made three cuts today. This is per Greg Allman. So Tuesday is the deadline to cut down to 85. And so we cut... Uh, corner Cameron Kinley. He's the Navy guy that needed special permission to come to camp mm-hmm. from the Navy. So he's gone. And then we also cut tight end Daquan Hampton and wide receiver Josh Pearson. So they apparently did not like uh, what they saw them in the preseason. And we're just like, yeah, we're not going to mess with it anymore. Wow. So, recap that again real quick. So, we cut Cameron Kinley, cornerback. And all that trouble we went through with him in the Navy. Yeah. Wow. Well, all the trouble he went through. All the trouble he went through. And we just cut him. I know. We just cut him. Preseason game. Yeah. Which is funny because Uh, in the preseason game, he was sixth for tackles. I mean, he was third for tackles. He had six. Five solo. Um, but then we also cut tight end Daquan Hampton and wide receiver Josh Pearson. Hmm. That, that's interesting. That, I, that's, 
That's got to be hard for him to all that trouble he went through. I know. I'm just being and devastated. There, were, there was all kinds of articles written about it. I know. Yeah. They they made it a thing. It turned into a thing. But yeah, so that's what happened. That and so that's all the news I have. That's it. That's it. Wow, we went through the fact check, follow up, and news in oh my eight gosh. minutes. What are we going to talk about? Well, we could talk about Carl Nassib and gay stats. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this, and, you know, he is the first openly gay active NFL player, right? That's what they're labeling him as. But that's not true because he hasn't played an NFL snap as he's openly gay yet. He's in the preseason. He might not make the team. I mean, of course he's going to make the team. But what if he doesn't? You know, then he'll be in the same category as Michael Sam. You know, Michael Sam was an openly gay, active NFL player, but he didn't make it to the regular season. He never made it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carl Nassim's going to make the team. Yeah, he's going to make the team. Like, let's be real here. But 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 you you never know with John Gruden. John Gruden can't stand anybody in the room to be better than John Gruden. And And Carl Nassim was very popular for his stint. Yeah, well, for... He's still, you know, they're still talking about it. But for like three days, it was like all you heard in the NFL. And Gruden, don't, he don't like that mess. If it's not about Gruden, he, he will cut you. And I mean, like literally. I will cut you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you know, I'm surprised you. that uh, Gerald McCoy got he got signed because, you know, Gerald McCoy is, likes the limelight. He does. And. Gruden don't put up with that. Yeah, and he's quite popular. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Anyhow, we're keeping an eye on the gay stats with Carl Nassib. Uh, When his first game comes out, we're going to keep the tally going. So the the Cincinnati Bengals game, I read a bunch of articles on it written by the Buccaneers media, and they all were really crappy. You know, they were like, you know, we lost, but. It, I thought it was a great game. I it was entertaining too. as a. You should have seen us, fun. guys. I'm dancing around. We were we were a little tipsy. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm dancing around. And uh, before the game, Molly starts dancing around. She's dancing around, and we're just talking. But you know, we're like all excited, so we're moving everything. And then I look over, and our daughter, she's like dancing around. <laughs> so right, like like 15 minutes before the game started yeah. we were all just kind of dancing around and talking so it wasn't excited. like we were doing it on purpose we were just so all filled with excitement she forgot for a second that she was a redskins fan oh my gosh or don't washington yeah. fan i know that's th- those are your genes there <laughs> what i don't know well i do have some in my family so it, it, i thought it was a very entertaining game uh, there was a lot a lot that i saw that i was just so happy about and you know, a few things that weren't. And, you know, we lost the game, but it's preseason. Nobody cares. It means nothing. You know, we came I, out. Well, I, I was kind of upset. If Yeah, we uh, wanted to win, um, Yeah, I wanted to win. I know it's preseason. I don't care. I still want to win. <laughs> and especially to the Bengals, which, to their credit, I think they played a lot better than we expected them to. Well, everybody's going to do that. We are the reigning champions. Everybody wants to beat us. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to bring their A game. If yeah. you don't bring your A game, you have no chance of beating us. We could play our F game. And beat most people's A game. So you're going to have to bring it to have a chance with us. And, yeah, I thought they played well. You know, yeah, it, was, it was okay. I didn't think they did really did anything special. But, man, there was so much. We're going to talk about us. But there was a lot that was very interesting about that game. So you want to start it off, Molly? 
Uh, okay, so my my notes are a little sparse. Because you were. Because. <laughs> drinking a little bit. I have time. You were. Well, I knew you, you were, were taking notes. It's like a group project. Why would you do more work right. than, you know, why would you duplicate work? Yeah. I'll start it off with Darden, number one. That's his number, which there's so many number changes. Okay, can I just say I hate the college numbers? Yes, I, I hate knew. them. Yeah, with a pat. I, I was watching the Saints um, play the Ravens earlier, and there was a number seven on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not. And right. And I was like, "What the hell is it that?" Doesn't, like, it's I don't. Not right. It's so confusing. And at least with the previous rules on the numbers, if you didn't know who a player was or what position they played, you could at least get an idea from yes. the number, but now you can't at right. all, at all. So I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, hate I'm it. not a big fan of it either. Now, LeGarrette Blunt changed his number to number seven, and that really threw me. I was like, what? LeGarrette? No, Fournette. I mean, uh, Fournette. I was like, is LeGarrette Blunt still in the league? Wait, who was he playing for? What are we talking about? Yeah, I was just okay. like, ugh. Yeah, yeah I, don't like I don't like it either. Don't like it. I don't like Because like you said, it's... You know, you can tell the position by the number, and mm-hmm. now they're just going to screw that up. So, number one, Darden, he was the first kick returner out there, and he didn't do anything. It was horrible. And uh, we got a penalty on that and ended up starting off on the 10. So, that wasn't very good. Our special team's not not very impressive. I know they put a lot into it this offseason, but it didn't look like it improved any. There was actually a big return they got, I think, like 30, 40 yards. And it just looks so much like, you know, us on special teams. Yeah, they had a 40-yard kick return and a 23-yard. But I will say this about that number one, Darden. I like him. I do, too. I like him. He like was him, really like him. fun. Man, I tell he you, was he, super fun. he reminded me of uh, Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. Just he has got. There's something about him. When you see him moving, he's just juke, 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 shifty and fast. You know, just very – he's got moves. And he's what, 5'6", five, 5'8"? Five, eight? Five, eight, I think. So he's a tiny little guy. Yeah, he's a little little tiny, but, you know, he's uh, – he, he, I think he's going to be something. Mm-hmm. You know, he's – we don't have – Antonio Brown – I mean, Chris Godwin is, you know, pretty good at yards after the catch. He's physical. Uh, you know he he's hard to tackle after he catch after he catches it. Antonio Brown's got the speed and he's got some jukes and all that good stuff, but we've never really seen him with the Buccaneers doing a lot of yards after the catch. Mike Evans, you know, he's not at all. So you know we don't have any guys that are really good at catching the ball and juking people out and you know exciting like that. I think that Darden is going to be that. I know, and I think that they hoped Scotty Miller would be that, but they're bringing in some competition. I'm not going to say Darden looked really good. Yeah. Well, Scotty Miller's got the speed. He can burn people. But Yeah. Well, and that's what they said, um, Bruce Arians has said through camp, like Scotty's got to figure out how to break tackles and be a little more physical. Yeah. Like he's got the bombs down the field when there's, you know, when he's beat people, but mm-hmm. – if he's got somebody on him, he's not making the catch most likely. So he said it, that was an area of improvement. Arians called it grimy catches. And I've noticed all the sports writers have picked that up. They love that. Like grimy catches. Grimy <laughs> catches. I do too. 
Yeah. Uh, Rondé Barber was the announcer, and it was great. I He did a great job. And one thing he said that really hit me, he's, he's gotten so much better over the years. When he first started announcing, he was really bad, had a lot of pauses and stuttering he, get, he would get lost when he was he would talking sometimes <laughs> yeah. and like trail off and you're like what were you saying yeah. yes but i will always root for ronde and i want him to announce every game we do but he said he was talking about the buccaneers he was talking about the receivers and he just went like exasperated and he went they just have an embarrassment of riches and I love that phrase. I was like, woo, Rondé with the poems, yeah. you know? with the poems. <laughs> with the words. With the words and stuff. <laughs> that was, I really liked that. Embarrassment of riches. And the way he said it, it was just like, this is ridiculous. I know. It was. Yeah. It was. It was great. I wrote that down, too. It's at 12.05 in the first quarter. So Ooh, if y'all want to okay. go listen to it. Yeah, I want to get the clip. So okay. 12.05 in the first quarter? Yeah. Right around there. It might be a little bit before that. Okay. Uh, so the the first stringers only played six snaps, both the offense and defense. Basically one series. Yeah, and they didn't really do anything with the what was the, so, nah. uh Tom Brady got sacked. So great. Yeah, Worf's got beat on that one if I recall. Yeah, that's uh Giovanni Bernard did good. He, I think he had four snaps, and two of them were first down catches, <laughs> you know, for like 10, 11, 12 yards, something like that. Uh, he had 16, was it a, a catch? He had 16 total yards receiving. He had a nine-yard long, two receptions, two targets, so he caught both of them. Man, both of them were for first downs, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. He did He did really good. You know, that's of course, that's what we got him for, to be a pass-catching back. He's very good at it, and he did well. But, yeah, like you said, nobody else really did anything. But, you know, what do you expect out of six snaps? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, I was really happy with the second string defense. I thought they were really oh, gosh, yeah. impressive. Yeah, it was a lot there of There are a lot of things on defense. Uh, Antonio Hamilton. Yeah, I 22. I really like him. And I asked, where did we get him from? Did, did you? Um. I have it I've, open right here. I can I've figure got it, it out. I've got it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. He came from Kansas City. No. Yes. He was with the Chiefs last oh year. Oh, my gosh. This is his sixth season. I know. Right. Wow. But he's only played three or only played in games for three seasons. The first three seasons, he was with the Giants. He didn't play any snaps. Wow. So he was with the Giants and then went to Kansas City and then we got him. Yeah, he was all over the place. Yeah, I really liked him. I did too. He was a good find, good pickup. The um Okay, so Stewart or Mr. Oh. Irrelevant. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His hair. It's he just insane. I love it. He looks like a Viking man. Yeah. He's got this long foot Joe uh Palomalu. Yeah. It reminds me of Palomalu. Exactly. But a Viking yeah. know, instead of a Samoan. And he's got that big beard. And man, he's just a big boxy yeah, looking dude really out boxy. there. And he plays with some mean intentions, but he gassed out quick. Mm -hmm. Quick. I mean, after probably ten plays, he was done. And he could he could barely move. Yeah, I wrote it at two forty eight in the third. He was super gassed. He yeah. was really tired. 
And you got to think, well, he's from college, so he's mm-hmm. not quite in, he's not at all in NFL football shape whatsoever. So definitely a lot of adjustment there. There was one other person that was gassed, and I can't remember who it was. I didn't write it down. Mm, yeah, I remember seeing him yeah, too. But that was like the fourth quarter. So they definitely need to work on their conditioning, conditioning. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Now, there's another player that's got crazy hair, too. So we've got two. It was Cockrell. Cockrell. 43 yeah. Cockrell got He's crazy got hair. Cool hair. Yeah. I liked it. Well, it was curly, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like poofy curly. and curly. Yeah, poofy and curly. Yeah. So we got the Viking Stewart with the crazy, crazy hair mm-hmm. all over. I mean, he's just like all hair. <laughs> and uh, then Cockrell with the crazy. And you brought up Underwood in the last podcast. You remember him with yeah. the crazy hair? He yeah. had that kid in play yeah. haircut. Hey, kid, where's play? <laughs> that was before my time. Uh, yeah, so, so Blaine Gabbert came in, the second-string quarterback, at eight sixteen in the first quarter. Uh, you know, did all right. Yeah, he did Blaine Gabbert stuff. <laughs> I, he, yeah. And then Ryan Griffin came in through two interceptions, right? Yeah, and got and then, sacked. And then yeah, his quarter, his rating was twenty five point eight. Yes. <laughs> uh, for comparison, Blaine Gabbert's was seventy one point eight. So okay. he just nailed it. And then Kyle Trask, his was thirty nine point six. So not much better. I liked Kyle Trask. I really did. Now Molly didn't like him because he ran. I right? thought he ran too much. I thought he was too skittish. Did you rewatch the game today? No. That's what I really liked about him was he was he stood in that pocket with guys coming at him and he just showed no fear. Yeah. And he threw some dimes, long bomb dimes. They were incredibly good, but the receivers just couldn't. I mean, they were bouncing right off their hands. Yeah. Uh, two of them got intercepted. That was Trask that threw two interceptions? Yeah. How many did Griffin throw? Hold on. Let me look at the stats. Okay. So. Hold on. The, the one interception. Both of them, okay, they were we're... they were trying to thread oh, the no. needle. It was on Ryan Griffin. That was not on Kyle Trask. He did not yeah. have any interceptions. It was two on Ryan Griffin. Right. Okay. That's good. probably why his quarterback, his rating is so low. I think that's passer rating. Yeah, he tried to thread the needle twice and just got burned. Uh, one time, I think it hit the receiver and bounced up. And then the second time, the two defenders collided mm-hmm. going for the ball, and it yeah. hit them as they were colliding and bounced the One up. defensive back had it, and the other guy hit him, and it squirted up and out, and then somebody else got it. Yeah. So. And we had that happen where, who was it? Uh, Hagen, 34. He got the interception in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. It was a great interception, and then he got hit, and the ball popped out right oh, into Oh, the- yeah. Bengals guy's hands. He was just like, yeah, oh, no. Yes, okay. So it was like they turned it over, and then we turned it imme- turned it over immediately uh, afterwards. And so they got, you know, basically a first down. So that was unfortunate. But you like the effort, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like Rondé, they interviewed him, and he said uh, no one's actually worried about ball security in preseason, mm-hmm. so it makes sense to me that we saw a lot of interceptions and fumbles in the game. Yeah, that was a pretty good insight from Rondé, I thought. Levante. 
or Levante. Yeah, that's right. Levante. He, you know, he said, you know, we, we're not, we're not really thinking about ball security. And it's a yeah. preseason game. So, you know, you know, it's like, why? Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't really care about fun or you're not thinking about fumbling and stuff. You're, you're, you're worried about making a splash play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Tanner Hudson Tanner Hudson showed up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Ralph was saying to me, it's like midway through the first quarter, second quarter, yeah. you know, and Tanner Hudson, he's been showing up. He's been making some plays. And Ralph was like, he always shows up in the preseason and then does like nothing in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So then they interview BA at halftime and that's exactly what he said. He goes, yeah, well, Tanner Hudson, he showed up in preseason yeah, like he usual. He always shows up in preseason. <laughs> Like, oh, that's not that's why that's why Bruce Arians is my favorite coach because <laughs> he, he gives me so much confirmation bias. I'm sorry. He it, says all the things you think. Yes, that's he he always does. I'm like, man, that, that coach is awesome. He knows he thinks, some things. He's yes. smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, Hudson did great, man. He was making some spectacular catches out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he caught one, fumbled it, and then got it back. Uh, then he had that one where he jumped up in the air, got flipped over, and caught it. That was that was a good one. Yeah, he was he was balling out there. I think he ended up with like fifty yards, close to it. Six catches, I think. Four or six, somewhere in there. Let me see. Oh, he had four. Four. Seven targets. He he was our leading receiver. He had forty-eight yards. Forty-eight yards. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad for. Yeah. However long he was out there. How many snaps did he have? I don't have the snap count. I've here. got them. Okay. He had, Tanner Hudson had 28 snaps. So that's not too bad. Not bad. Yeah. That's half the game though. Yeah. 40, 45%. Okay. So, and then he had seven targets. So that's a quarter of the snaps he got. Quarter he was targeted. Snaps, yeah. And then he caught four. Yeah. Did I don't know what feed y'all guys were getting if if you were watching it live, but our feed was the satellite feed. It, it appears there was no commercials, and during the commercial breaks, you could hear people talking on the microphones, and a couple times they showed the booth when they were getting ready to do the in-booth shots. Yeah, they're shots. like fluffing their hair. They're fluffing they get, their well, hair, uh, getting their blocking right and not standing. Not uh, Rondé, but the other one. Who, yeah, Rondé was hair. joking the guy. Yeah. He was like, Rondé was pretend fluffing his hair because <laughs> dude was fluffing he his hair. He doesn't have any hair. Yeah, so that was very interesting. But one of the things we picked up on is during in the stadium, they were playing Circle of Life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was, was like, like is, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, y'all need some hype music, not freaking Circle of Life from The Lion King. Like, come on. That was hilarious. Come on. That was in the second quarter. And they, they did a tribute to Mark Cook on, cool. on the big screen. They had a press seat open for him in the press booth, mm. you know, there. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, Arians mentioned it. It was the first thing he said in the post-game um. conference. So that was, that was good. A little mm. recognition there. But we, you could see everything that was going on in the stadium because during the commercials they would do a stadium shot and it was just a still stadium shot and you could hear the microphones in the background every now and then and all this. But you could see what was going on on the boards and it was neat. I liked it. I'd I'd much prefer that 
than watching commercials. The problem is I didn't know, you know, during commercials, you get up to get food or go to the bathroom we or get another beer. <laughs> and so it, I would go, okay, next time they stop playing, I'm going to go grab a beer. And I would get distracted watching Watch what was him. going on. And the game would come back on. I'm like, shit, I still don't have a beer. <laughs> like, that sucks. So it, that was fun. It, it did remind me of the old satellite feeds when I first got satellite back in the 90s you you could sit there they, they didn't have commercial breaks so when it was commercial time or if they were like interviewing politicians or like 60 minutes and stuff they would have the cameras running during the whole time and you'd see the the politicians getting makeup on and they'd be talking and chit-chatting and it was but great you a hot mic hot mic yeah moment? yeah it was all hot mics yeah there's a ton of hot mic moments <laughs> from the satellite feeds from the 90s yeah uh, i think clinton got busted with some stuff Hot mic moments. So that that was fun. Yeah, uh, I like that. Number and that no was on Game Pass. We watched it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Hudson with his preseason warrior stuff. I hope he takes that into the <laughs> regular season. If, if he, he gets a roster gets, spot. But you know, if he plays like that, how do you cut him? You're like. Because you know, he's seen that shit before. Well, you know, last year might have been a fluke during the regular season. Who knows? Mm, know. But I then know. McElroy got a touchdown. His competition. Yeah. He got no. He got that two point conversion. Yeah, it was a two point conversion. Which was uh, that was Trask that threw it to him. That was and good. That was a good play. I I thought. I thought when Trask threw that ball, I was like, no. He just chunked <laughs> it up. He was running. He It was a horrible play. But it worked. <laughs> Can't Whatever be mad works. about it. Yeah. I know. How about number nine? Tryon. Oh, I was like, I don't know who that is because of the stupid number. <laughs> could, be a, like, could be a linebacker. Who knows? That is a linebacker number. He's, no, he's a yeah. linebacker. Yeah. So... Okay, uh, that penalty he got was bullshit. Oh, Can we talk about how bad these refs sucked? Oh, they were atrocious. They were horrible. Horrible. They were horrible. Probably the worst. Now, that, like, it's preseason for them, too. Now, they had the call on Dean, the defensive pass interference, or it was holding, I can't remember. And at first, I didn't think it was. They didn't do a good job of replaying. You know, they would they would show one replay, maybe two from different angles, but that was it. You know, yeah. it wasn't a bunch of them. But as soon as I saw it on replay, I was like, yeah, he held him. He did. He grabbed him <laughs> by the jersey. Whose side are you on? Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. You know, like, I like to try to be somewhat fair. No, you don't. <laughs> no. It's not allowed. But, yeah, the refs were bad. Bad, bad, bad. It's a preseason for them, too, I guess, so. Hopefully yeah, it, they'll get all that worked out. It was preseason for the camera crew too. We had quite a few shaky cams. <laughs> the shaky cams. <laughs> it was not good for when you're drinking. You're yeah. sitting there watching the screen. All of a sudden, it's like whoa, whoa yeah. all over the place. So they yeah, had that try on. He did. He did a great job. He killed the quarterback, and then they called a penalty, and he didn't even really hit him in the helmet. I mean, his. Maybe no. the top of Tryon's helmet touched his face mask. Maybe, but I mean, it wasn't during. But anyhow, like Arian said after the game, or I think it was during halftime, he said it was a bad call because the quarterback, it was an option play and the quarterback was a runner. And I was like, ooh, yeah, good point. Mm -hmm. Didn't think about that. So Arians is right again. Did but you yeah. know that one? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I wasn't really paying much attention to the play, 
Uh, but I didn't know that if you do an option that you're a runner. He, he might have been outside the box. I don't know. I don't know. I have to go back and look at it. But uh, it, it was an option play. I know that. And so if the quarterback – if that designates a quarterback as a runner, then, yeah, that was a bad call. It was a bad call anyhow. It, it, it's just – I know. It's just the – you have to like lift your weight off of them. So basically, they all like do a lotus pose. If you do yoga, you know what a lotus. None of you do probably lotus pose <laughs> where you <laughs> lift everything up off. You know, yeah. it's like you gotta just. You, you'll see Sue. He's pretty good at doing this now, where you kind of go. Yeah, he tackle puts with your up. chest or belly yeah. or whatever. I think they ought to tackle with the crotch. Go crotch first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> aim for their head, but go crotch first. <laughs> Yeah, the sports just gotten so it's so ridiculous. Sisyphus between man. this it's, it's, and the taunting, yeah, you know what? Come on, what are we doing? And they said they're gonna they're gonna they're they're batting it down on the quarterback hits this year. They're gonna even be Again, more strict. They just did that last year. Though, I know. I every year they're getting tighter and tighter it's a with point it. Point of emphasis every year. Yeah, that's what they call it. Point of emphasis. Yeah. Um, two other players that stuck out to me, I really liked Nate, Nate Brooks, number 38. Pretty happy with him. Cornerback? I forget what he is. He, I don't, I don't remember him. 38. Yeah, I kept yeah, saying, there's that 30, there's that Nate Brooks Oh, again. that's right. Yeah, he was like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Batting balls down and stuff. Yeah. So I liked him. Let me see if we've got his stats up here. Yeah, I think he's corner or safety. Yeah, he's a cornerback. Defensive back. Okay. Um, gosh, he is not on the stat sheet. Oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, one tackle, one solo, and a pass defensed. Defended? Defensed? I don't know. Yeah, it was all pretty smooth. I remember thinking that. I forgot. I didn't even write him down, but... I remember yeah. the 38 kept popping up, popping up. Not mm-hmm. as much as 22, but 38 was there a lot. Yeah. Uh, number 30, Delaney, he got that interception. Remember that? But it was called back for holding. I think that was the Jamal Dean one. I can't oh. remember. No. Nah, yeah, Jamal so Dean was out there for, again, I swear he had this last year where he was just out there a lot. Maybe he just takes a while to get warmed up. And he had 18 snaps compared to the rest of the starting defense had six. He's not a starter, right? But, but, I mean, he's out there with Cooper and Delaney and, yeah, you know. I mean, even Nunez Roaches had eight. McClendon had eight. So he had twice as many as them. Hmm. Uh, I really like that Joseph Jones. He had that pick six, which was awesome. Yeah, Got our was first. Awesome. And they were interviewing Tristan Wirfs on the sideline when he did that. Yeah. And we got worse reaction, man. Wirfs was like, he turned around as soon as he was like jumping up and down. He was like, yes. Yeah, it was, was awesome. Cool. So, you know, even if Joe does not make the roster, he can always say, I scored a touchdown in the NFL. He'll always have that. Yeah. But I hope he does make the roster. Like, how do you not make a roster when you get a pick six, pick six. in the preseason? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a good decision by their quarterback, but it was a good – I mean, he, he caught it on the run and yeah. took off. He wasn't, like, really super fast, but there wasn't anybody in front of him. So mm-hmm. uh, it was. It's good to see stuff like that. It's just, you know, yeah. these guys, like you said, this, it, this might be their – 
their crowning moment. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and it made for an exciting game. So, and I thought the defense played really well. Yeah. Like yeah. second, third well, string. Minus the tackling. The tackling was not good. And we had that issue last year, you know. In the remember? preseason? No, during the season. In remember, general. I complained yeah. about it all the time. Oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, tackling yeah. has got to get better. And it don't look like they've worked on it any. Well, it did towards the end of the season, right? I mean, yeah, it yeah. It got better. Yeah, yeah. Once we made our shot into the playoffs and. A little bit before the playoffs, we were tackling really good. But mm-hmm. After the bye week, I thought yeah. we did yeah. better. Um, oh, so Rondé said Cam Gill has been out with a hamstring. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we got a little bit of news there, which we hadn't otherwise gotten. You know, Rondé is in the building, so he's kind of privy to a little more information, I think. Yeah, nobody had said what was wrong with yeah, him. Yeah, it was an undisclosed injury. Mm-hmm. So Hamstring. A hamstring. Did you notice the Bengals' new uniforms? No, no, I forgot. Yeah, I had said it come in the preview, mm-hmm. but I just completely didn't even think about it. Yeah, the only thing I noticed was that the stripes weren't as stripy. They looked like okay. like lines almost. Hmm. But I did. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really pay much attention to be honest with you. But I didn't either. That's crazy. Yeah, it wasn't much of a big difference, huh? Yeah. Now, here's something that me and Molly have talked about. We talked about it all year last year, and but I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. But we really, we really want to bring this up. It's one of those things we're gonna when we say it, you're gonna start seeing it, and it's gonna drive you crazy. But why in the world is Moral Javadafar always standing beside Bruce Arians on the sidelines? She's in every shot that you see Bruce Arians. She's there, hovering around him. Right this, behind him. R- yeah, right beside him, right behind him. She's always in so the TV weird. shot. And she's a assistant strength and conditioning coach. She has absolutely no need to be beside the coach during the game. But this happened all year last year. And it's to me, obviously, it's a PR thing. You know, they're, they're you know, somebody is saying, we want to show this female coach. Mm-hmm. On the sidelines as much as possible. My bet would be Darcy because that's kind of her thing. So you Darcy think it's ownership? Her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I never see him talking to her. No. But she's always right. Yeah, I mean, she just stands right behind him. And she yeah. is not someone like she's had interviews, like particularly when she was first hired. Mm-hmm. And she does not seem like someone who's comfortable in front of a camera or who wants to be in front of a camera. Really? Because that's what I wanted to ask. Who. Is putting her there? Is it her? Is it him? Is it ownership? Is it the NFL? But it's obvious that she is there for PR purposes, and she's in every single shot that you see Bruce Arians on the sideline. You will see her too. Y'all pay attention to yeah, yeah. You're you're doomed now. Every time you see (laughs) him, you're going to see her. Yeah. So, but last night we were watching that, and I was like, you know, I got to start bringing this up in the podcast because it's just weird to me. I want to know what, who, who's made this decision? Yeah, you know, I think it's probably Darcy because that's kind of her. So you think it's her, ownership? Yeah. Okay. I, that's I would go with that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going with it. It's either Arians or the NFL, but I feel like Arians makes this a point 
but it's not for the PR stuff. Yeah. I think it's something that he feels strongly about. Well, well yeah. And you know? I, I think he's the kind of guy, he's not into PR. He's not into bullshit yeah. stuff, you know, faking stuff. So he mm-hmm. he wouldn't do that. So you're yeah. right. It's probably ownership. Yeah. I, I don't think it's him. Yeah. He got too many other things to worry about. What, but, why would he be concerned with PR like that? Because yeah. everybody knows his stance on it. Like, they do enough puff pieces on it that yeah. it's pretty well known. You don't need to have her back there to remind you every game. So. Yeah. Good point. I think you are correct. But uh, it, it'd be interesting. That's something that if I was in the media and it were, had access to these people and could ask them questions, that would be one of my big questions. You know, because it... it Something that was on my mind all year last year is like, who is it that's got her in the picture, the frame every? Because I mean, she's an assistant strength and conditioning coach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, she's like, how many of them are there? Right, and she should be. They're normally like in the back massaging players' legs and stuff. Yeah, shouldn't she be like personal training? Right, you know, she's constantly athletic training beside and behind Bruce Arians Mm -hmm. the whole game. Mm They got to make sure when the TV's on them, when they got that camera angle, that camera shot, that she's in it. So, you know, it's definitely a PR decision, but I think you're exactly right. I think it's ownership. Well, we should look. There are several other teams that have women on the staff now, so we Good should point. see if they do it too. If they do, then it's NFL. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know Washington, San Francisco. Um, I, I want to say, I don't know the other ones. I want to say the Bears maybe. Kansas City. Okay. They've got, uh, I think there's six. That, no, that was six in the playoffs. Oh, man. Okay, I've got a list here okay. of playoff. Yeah, we'll do a fact check, a follow-up. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so two I, of, two of, We got Lori Locust on our team, too, but she, does, she doesn't do that. You never see her. Never see I her. Ne- even when I look and for her on the sidelines because she is – Heavily involved with coaching. Yeah, she's an assistant assistant defensive line coach. Yeah, so I look whenever they show defensive linemen on the sideline. I always look for her, and she's never there. Yeah, I I don't know that I've ever seen her on the sideline. The uh, Christy Bartlett is a strength and conditioning coach for the Tennessee Titans, not an assistant. So that would be an interesting one to see if she's beside the coach. Oh well, we play them next week. Yeah. So let's look for that. And there's a strength and conditioning coach for the Rams, Chelsea Romero. We play them week three. So it could be a, a little experiment we do. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. I want to find out. I know. Let's look into that. That would be so fascinating if it's the NFL doing that. Yeah. Well, it if we see it somewhere I, else. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. wouldn't surprise me either. They, they're very much about image and marketing oh, gosh. these days. Yeah, yeah. here lately, man, past few years, whew, mm-hmm. they are pushing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I have a list of the players who did not play, did not dress for the game. Uh, wide receiver. 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 Cyril Grayson. So I got that a little Oh, like yeah. Yeah, he didn't play. Uh, Jordan Whitehead. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, safety Raven Green. Uh, Cam Gill, offensive lineman Robert Hainsey, 
Danelle Stanley in the center, and then Cameron Bray did not dress for the game. So those guys were out. I don't know how many of them are playing for jobs. Like Cam Gill, he's probably, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think him and Ray, I don't know. Well, him and um, Quentin Bell, I think, are kind of, I don't know how many spots they're going to keep on the, in the outside linebacker group. Yeah. I mean, we have JPP, Shaq, and Tryon. Like, those three are definitely safe. And then we've got Anthony Nelson, who, he's probably safe. And then, you know, do you keep six? Do you keep five? I'd say five. I think that's how many we had last Hmm. year. So, to me, there's only one spot that's really... And do you think Cam Gill? Cam is, Gill could be the... playing for it. Either him or Quentin Bell. Man, both of those guys are good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think either one of them would last on the practice squad. Right. And Anthony Nelson, he got four... He was our fourth leading tackler, had four total, three solo. How many snaps did he get? You still got that open? Yes. I would go with eight, but I'm not sure. Nelson. Okay. So, yeah, Anthony Nelson. So I think that's going to tell us where they kind of see him, how many snaps he got. Whether I think that he's safe, but I don't know. I think that I was pretty happy with him last year. And I haven't heard BA publicly say anything about Anthony. So I do not see him on the list. Oh, no, here he is. Hey, oh, he got 22. Oh, ooh, so, so he was that's out there a lot. 31% of the time. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Oof. Yeah. He was at the same amount as Tryon. So he's at that level. Oh, okay. Um, okay. All right. You got anything else from the game? I do have one more thing, a little tidbit of news I've been watching since we've been on here. So I will talk about that if you don't have anything else from the game. Nope. Done with the game. Okay. The NFL top 100 list is oh. coming out. It is breaking as we speak here uh, on Twitter. As of three minutes ago, they had to number 53. So they have the top 53. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Buccaneers that made the list. Uh, number 89 was Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> number 88, Shaq Barrett. Oh, my gosh. Number 88. Yeah. He's at and, 88. Yeah. And Chase Young got like 60. Something. Oh, my. No. 61, no. 63. Yeah. See, that's the thing with this. I know. <laughs> I'm going to throw bullshit. something. You guys, Are you serious? This, okay, now this the, this is the NFL Top 100? Yeah. Who is it that decides this? I think it's a I group of players. players. Yeah, fans and co- or coaches. I can't remember. I don't think it's coaches. We do this every oh, year. Oh, I think it's an NFL group. They have, uh, like, veterans. and. I know, I know they all the players get forms and they get to fill out, mm-hmm. you know. Which, again, is not... <laughs> I mean, you you would think, oh, well, the players would know who's good and who isn't. But that's not true because if, if you've never played against a guy, you don't know if he's good. If you've seen him on tape, the chances are pretty good you've played him because that's the only reason why you're going to watch him on tape. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't sitting around watching a bunch of other dudes on tape that they're not going to be playing against. That would be a waste of time. Yeah. So a lot of them, 
you know, it's a, it's hearsay. You know, they think, oh, well, everybody thinks this guy is good, so I'll say he's good. Uh, you know, if you don't like somebody, even if he's good and you play against him, you're not going to pick him because you don't want him to be up in the list. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into this. But, but 88, Shaq Barrett, 88. It's a joke. Oh, my it's gosh. It's a joke. Uh, Why even have these things? If they're going to do that. You're around, like, triggered. That's like, that's like I, is Tom Brady, he's probably, that's I don't like, know. That's like not having Tom Brady in the top 20. They have only put 10. out 53, so I don't know. Uh, probably tomorrow we'll go over the rest of it. Um, okay, 81 was Chris Godwin. Yeah. Yeah. And number 59 was JPP. JPP was ahead of Shaq Barrett. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. But that's cool that JPP got up there. I know. They know. They know if they don't put him on this list, he's going to beat somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to make him cry. He's that guy, man. He's that guy that's out there on the practice field that talks crap constantly. And, you know, he he's kind of annoying because he's always talking crap. But you don't dare say anything to him. Because if you do, he's going to beat your butt. Or he's going to beat you in whatever competition you're doing. Or he's going to make he's just going to make you wish you didn't open your mouth. He's to going him. to embarrass you. Yeah, he's going he's, to embarrass you. It's going to happen. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. I've been around quite a few of them. He's just you just keep your mouth shut and you just nod <laughs> your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to hate him so much, but you <laughs> you're can't. just you're glad he's on your team, but you wish he'd shut up every now and then. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay. That's good. I like that. JPP got 53rd, you said? 59. 59? That's okay. That's okay. But Barrett at 88. That's... Robbery. Totally ridiculous. Total travesty. God, I hate these lists. It does. It makes you just realize, man, people don't... Nobody's watching this stuff. Yeah. It's all Mm -hmm. fantasy football and who can get highlight reels and... Who's popular with the press? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, so so that's all we got. So they they put out to the fifty third spot. Yeah, and we've got three Buccaneers on there so far. Yeah, Chris Godwin's down there. That's a little low for him. Uh, Mike Evans has got to be on there. I mean, every our whole team should be on there. Uh. Ali Marpet will be on there probably. Uh, Jensen. Jensen better be. I will be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sue, he's got to be on there, man. Come on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Devin White, Levante David. Oh, they were even uh, interviewing Devin White. You know, they get the player interviews on there, so Devin White has been one of the players that they're getting to talk on the. He's a talker. Uh, He's a talker. Uh, yeah, not so much like an enunciator, but <laughs> definitely a talker. <laughs> I I need like subtitles for Devin White with the he's got that like Louisiana drawl, uh-huh. and he does not enunciate, so yeah. it's a little hard for me to understand. Well, Levante David used to be that same way where mm-hmm. it was hard to, but he's gotten so he's much more better. Like soft, spo- he was yeah. very soft spoken. Yeah, uh, but he yeah he's gotten a lot better, a lot more comfortable. With mm-hmm, the in mm-hmm. front of the camera, yeah, yeah, he handles questions a lot better too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just I doing that, too. that player speak. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's exciting. So the the rest of it's coming out tomorrow. Um, I think or it's airing it now. In, it's airing now. So I keep refreshing the Twitter feed. I think it's being broadcast on NFL Network live, uh-huh. and then they're tweeting it after it comes out on NFL Network. Okay. So are they doing ten at a time like they normally do? No, they're doing one at a time. What do you mean one? They're doing one Twitter post at a time. They're like five minutes apart. But they they normally do on the show. They'll do ten, and then in the next show they'll do the yeah. next ten. I don't know if they're doing that. Okay, we still haven't watched Hard Knocks. <sighs> Can't find it anywhere. I don't have HBO, so oh, dang it. I'm like, eh. it's well, on our list. We got to watch it so we can see I what know. kind of a we'll mess they're in. Dallas. Make fun of them. Yeah. Well, we catch Mike McCarthy getting massages. <laughs> Is that on there? <laughs> Sneaking out of the back door to get yeah. his happy ending. He got a masseuse in his closet, like hiding when the camera's coming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I think that's about it for us. You got anything else? I do not. Okay, guys. We've got another game coming up. Saturday. Saturday. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Well, we should be having joint practices this week. Yeah. And in anticipation of that. And is this going to be the week where we play our starters for most of the game? Or is that going to be week three, uh, preseason three? It's so weird how it is this year. I don't know. They said I know, they're gonna... because you knew with preseason, okay, first game, uh, you know, your star- starters might get a few reps. Mm-hmm. Second game, kind of, they might play a little longer. Third game, you're getting a full half of your starters. Uh, and then the fourth game, everyone sits and it's just the guys fighting for a job. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen? Right. Is it going to be the second game, the starters get a full half and mm-hmm. then they sit the third game? Or how's that going to work? Right, right. Very, I'm like, eh, I don't know. And I just wonder, is this how the new normal, like, is this what it's going to happen going forward is that what the nfl season is going to look like yeah i, th- I think teams are just trying to figure it out just gonna... especially now that we know we're going to get 17 games a season rather mm-hmm. than 16 so yeah so we got julio jones coming yeah are we going yeah. to tennessee is this at tennessee no it's home it's a home okay game. so Julio uh, Jones coming back to the yeah, house. Yeah, and you know, frankly, I would rather play our starters against a team like Tennessee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus a team like the Houston the Tech, the Houston right. Texans, right. who we play in the third week. So yeah. it's yeah. like, what caliber of opponent are you getting, and what's going to produce the most value? Yeah, yeah, the, the Texans team. are a dumpster fire. They, yeah, they won't give us a good idea on how our team is doing no i watched them briefly because the game pass the satellite feeds were kind of given out Mm -hmm. occasionally and so during halftime they didn't show anything you can even get the game on so i watched uh the packers houston game for a minute and houston looked bad yeah, like those th- receivers cannot catch anything, but it was also they were very off target, like the passes. So I don't know if the quarterback, you know, was off target or if the receivers were not where they were supposed to be. But either way, there were not a whole lot of catches going on there. Mm. Who was their quarterback again? I don't know. I have uh, no idea who it was. We looked this up the other day. Uh, the Texans. Yeah, so. The Tennessee, you know, they're going to be a tough team this year. Luckily, we don't play them during the regular season. But 
I, I heard that they're going to play the first stringers for a couple of series at least. The Texans or the Titans? Us. Titans. Us. Oh, we are. Okay. Yes. So it, it, it doesn't. Tyrod Taylor, he's the quarterback. Yeah. So I just pulled it up. They had and Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll and then Davis Millis, who had 22 attempts. So mm. that was probably their third or fourth string. No, he's their third string because Deshaun Watson's their fourth string. Fourth stringer. Uh, he didn't even go to the game, did he? No, yeah. he did not travel. Yeah. Ooh, and the Texans beat the crap out of the Packers, 26 to seven. Oof. The Texans beat the Packers. Is mm-hmm. that what you said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey guys, so we weren't the only ones to lose. Oh, let's look at the other teams. See how yeah. they did briefly. Um, I did watch a little bit of New Orleans and Baltimore. Baltimore won that one, 17-14. That one uh, didn't look so great. The Saints did not look very good. Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, they they still don't know their starting quarterback between Jameis Winston and Tyson Hill. Yeah, they both played. Their stats were almost identical. Tyson Hill came out first. He played. Then Jameis Winston came out second. He played. They both did pretty much the same style. I think both of them threw an interception. Uh I think Jameis might have yeah. got a touchdown, but Tyson didn't. Taysom didn't. So uh, their stats are almost identical. So it, there was no questions answered there. No oh, answered no. questions there. We we won't know until I think the day before opening day. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Carolina lost to Indianapolis, eighteen and twenty-one, and then Atlanta. Their theirs was bad. I was like, ooh, um, it was twenty-three to three. And they played Tennessee. I remember we we watched part of that, and you were like, "You can't even score a touchdown in preseason." <laughs> Atlanta sucks. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> we're gonna have to watch that one again in anticipation of our matchup this weekend, but also so we can laugh at the Falcons. Yeah, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. I always like laughing at the NFC South, man. That's right. So we all lost this weekend. Hmm. 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 I ain't worried about it. Yeah, me neither. I know. It's preseason. Everyone's going to be in the comments saying, don't overreact. You are correct. We know. Don't need to hear it. Means nothing. Means nothing. Nothing. But I still want to win. Always. I, I know. When we, when the score was like 14 to 16, I was like, how bad does Tom Brady want to go, <clears throat> go in? <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> and they're not letting him. They don't. He was all on the sideline talking to people and getting yes. up in their faces and what and was it he went he out on the yelled field at for a something. ref he was yelling yeah. at a ref over i think it was the try on penalty but I it might it have was. been a different one uh, it, i think it might have been the holding for the inter when we got the interception uh-huh. it was called back for the holding yeah he, he ran not. out on the field he was all up in the rest phase i was like man did he run out on the field i thought he just got up on the sideline and was like screaming and pointing at somebody i don't know Okay. I want to say he went out on the field, but okay. he might have just, like, stepped a foot. I know. Out there. <laughs> we just exaggerate. Yeah, it makes it more fun. Yeah. This is entertainment. 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 All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Saturday we got a big game, Tennessee Titans. Don't know what the first stringers are going to do, whether they're going to play a full half or a full quarter, but I think they're going to play at least two series. So that'll be fun. But I tell you what, I enjoyed watching the second, third, and fourth stringers. I did too. I know what the first stringers are going to bring. 
Those other guys are fun. We got the Viking out there. We got uh, the other crazy haired dude, Cockerel. We got to come up with a nickname for him. Uh, how about Jerry Curl Cockerel? No. no? Okay. Come so, up with some of them. Yeah. So, so I thought we, we, it was a very entertaining game. Number 22 was running around, 38 was running around mm-hmm. doing stuff. We got pick six. Yeah, we had some good playmakers. And I was saying this to Ralph earlier that it's like, how many times have we seen players in the preseason just not trying or giving their all? And it just felt like everyone during the game was trying and playing really hard Mm -hmm. and trying to make plays. So I think it just says a lot to how the culture has changed since B.A. got here, since Tom Brady got here, it's just the mentality of the team Mm -hmm. feels like much more aggressive and trying to make a play and play smart football, though, because, you know, even with Jameis, Jameis was always trying to make a play and a lot sometimes it went well a lot of times it did not but he was trying to make a play just mm-hmm. a lot of times it was disastrous and not necessarily smart football but i feel like now we have a lot of players who are trying to make plays but they're making smart plays mm-hmm. yes i agree with you yeah the, the preseason game felt almost like a real regular season game the way those guys were playing yes the caliber of our depth is just head yeah. and shoulders Ugh. above where it's been in years past so yeah. i'm really excited to see who makes the team but you know whoever does you know they're going to be balling mm-hmm. once they get their chance to go in so yeah yep excited about it big year coming up big year coming up all right guys that's going to wrap it up for us till next time go bucks